It's my son. I'm a father. On the first day of Skycast, my pot king gave to me a shovel and a scotch. Fuck, I did it again. On the second day of Skycast, my pot king gave to me two paddocks from <laughs> a shovel and a scotch. On the third day of Skycast, my pot king gave to me. Three members of the triumvirate, two paddocks drunk, and a shovel in Skakia City. Alright, on the fourth day of Christmas, my squad gave to me four curved-off robots. Three members of the triumvirate, two paddocks drunk, and a shovel in Skakia City. On the fifth day of Scott, Miss My Parking gave to me five stars on night two. Four cursed out robots, three members of the triumvirate, two paddocks drunk, and a shovel in Skakia City. It's getting there. We're getting there, boys. <laughs> On the 12th day of Scott, Miss My Podkin gave to me 12 dozen mint jerrys, 11 crisper kits, 10 trick or truths, 9 enneagrams, 8 pounds of frosty, 7 barista dollars saved, 6 bad nipples milking, 5. Five stars on iTunes, four cursed up robots, three members of the triumvirate, two paddocks drunk, and a shovel in Skakia City. Well, that was quite the carol we had there, Sneaky D. That was very festive. I didn't realize that we had it in us to do that, and perfectly timed with the music as well. I really hope everybody got all those references from Scott Cast lore. Yep. There were there was a many were you drinking? Yeah. <laughs> you drinking some <laughs> Dude, we gotta drink addict sometime, man. I got freaking a bottle and it's just waiting to be drunk. We gotta we gotta all get a vaccine or a test or something or just meet upon a wintry field. Hmm. Toast to our good health and good fortunes to exist. Yeah. Let's go out in a field somewhere by a pond or some shit where some ducks have settled they don't do that in the winter but some ducks are confused <laughs> hibernating ducks they're like, they're like we're stopping here for a hot second as we migrate south we got lost along the way and we drink ourselves some two paddocks mm-hmm. and we do a we don't do anything with audio because outdoors is bad for that unless you have a windscreen but we could we could just enjoy our company of each other and not record that's that is a thought. I've always thought about what it would be like to like have friends that you hang out with and talk and don't try to monetize into a worldwide <laughs> award winning podcast. I just don't see it happening. Really, I don't think it's <laughs> it's just unrealistic. I mean, in what world? If we have to live in that world, it's a world I don't want to live in. <laughs> when, when you can't uh, take advantage of the wit and charm of your friends. Yeah, yes. I think that's part of the Christmas spirit is that you um, spend time with others and you monetize that time. You're all getting the spirit of things. Nothing says Christmas like exploitation. Yes, it's the season. Yeah. Well, welcome to the 2020 Scott Cast Christmas special brought to you in probably 2021, possibly just before it. 
right on time. Yes, Sneaky D has, uh, as Pod King elect so far, the votes are tallying up. And let me just say the Pod King election's kind of going one way. Mm-hmm. You know, with my way. regard to the Pod King, due to a couple of very strong plutocratic blocks. Uh, it really does seem like David's going to ascend to the Pod King throne in the next year. Hmm. Yeah, just in time for 2021, 21, where I'm going to get sworn in. I'm going to make another speech, and at the end of it, if anybody asks me if that's my speech, they will be shot. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, yeah, shit. <laughs> I did not fired. expect that. <laughs> I thought you were going to be the, uh, <laughs> the benevolent democratic pod king. Wait, wait I, let me go back. If you listen back closely, I think my audio cut out there for a second. Is that they will be shot with the latest COVID vaccine uh, in the arm, oh. possibly again, because that person probably possibly again in the head <laughs> is like, oh, that wasn't a COVID vaccine at all. Those were bullets. Sorry, <laughs> they look similar. One was in the arm, the other in the head. Oh, it happens. Mistakes happen. That's <laughs> true. That's my campaign slogan. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, you're 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 just podking elected already. It's so dubious. <laughs> uh, well, I didn't know till about you know I don't know, didn't know for sure until you kind of confirmed that I might be podking elect. So I'm starting to feel the surge of power coming through me. Yeah, I mean you don't have power of writ of uh, veto and stuff. And truthfully, Ian can still pass many decrees in his lame duck period mm-hmm. before you ascend to the throne, but. I mean, I got to be honest with the Scott Castigators. They showed up in force for the vote, and this is going to be the the only thing we're going to be saying before the Pod King election is officially announced. So, yeah, just it would just be lying to say, oh, it's not going one way. It's kind of a landslide. Mm. So, oh yeah, that's, so there's no chance that there'll be like a. You know, uh, some kind of last-minute uh, lawyer action lawsuits by fan favorite here. Even if uh, you somehow fell out of first place, it's not going to be me or Scott. <laughs> yeah, that was also made sure. Of. What? <laughs> there was plenty of write-in ballots. That was a very popular field. <laughs> Who could it have possibly been? Maybe just Bendy, or was it fucking Kanye again, coming from out of left field? It might what? be between you and Kyle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Kyle, by far, if he had a plutocratic block backing him, he would be the pod king today. I didn't see that one coming because he was technically, he hosted that one episode of podcast or Scott Cast. It was like, what, five minutes of Kyle or seven minutes of Kyle or whatever. And I, I totally forgot he was the dark horse of this election. Yeah, he's got them grassroots strengths, you know? Because he keeps eating grass. Because that's what cats do. <laughs> I feel like there'd be a conflict of interest where, you know, he's kind of like your cat. It's almost like you're writing his name in just to see, just so that you can stuff the ballots with uh, double the votes. You know, a Scott a Scott votes the same thing as a Kyle vote. Is it not? Well, I will admit I voted for Kyle. <laughs> 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 okay. Well, that's that wasn't the only one. one. <laughs> the, the love you have for your cat is very touching. It's like a Hallmark movie, practically. Yeah. 
I find he's very, you know, supple in his opinions. He's pretty flexible. And he'd be a good pod king. And he's easy to get on the horn. He lives here. Yeah. I, he's, he's, you know, you don't have to worry about social distancing and quarantining. He's already there with you, so it would just be that much easier to incorporate him in the show. So, yeah. I mean, hey, I guess where the ships, ships may fall where they, where they may, and I don't know. I feel like uh, we need like an interpreter for Kyle. We'll have to they'll increase our production costs a bit to have. That. <laughs> yeah, we're hiring. What's that? What's that cat guy, Ian? That uh, Fred Galaxy or something? Jackson Galaxy. Jackson Galaxy. We're gonna hire Jackson Galaxy to interpret Kyle's little sounds, <laughs> like cat whisper <laughs> or something. Yeah. Or he's on he's on so, all sorts of products and stuff. I'm not sure too much about his history. Hmm. Do a background check on this guy before we uh, hire him. If we have to. Pod King Ian, would you uh, would you hire um, Jackson Galaxy if we were to have a feline ascend to the throne? Um, I think if you can afford it, probably sure. It sounds like a porn star name. I don't. That's not like a real guy. That's not his real name, is yeah, it? Like really, a TV show or something? On, uh, okay. Okay. Like yeah, Jack or Jack like. Off Galaxy, whatever his name is. Yeah. I don't think we got that guy <laughs> show. This is a family show. Yeah, I pre. I thank you for <laughs> illustrating how we have a family show by making a jack off galaxy joke. <laughs> jack in the news, <laughs> like uh, Dixon the news. Same uh, family of pun. Well, I'm glad we're having Christmas together. <laughs> I, I was going to do another David Trail off. That's for damn sure. I set you guys up for that one. Very much true. I'm I'm kind of managing my beer and water here, so excuse me if I seem aloof and indifferent towards the goings of the podcast, but I'm kind of enjoying my position as sound guy where I may sit back and uh, watch the pod flow by me and jump in only when I see fit, mm-hmm. you know? I can focus on things that really matter in my life, like, uh, like, um, like, like having a drink. This guy's just staring down the barrel of his bottle, just uh, swirling it around. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. he and I are forced to carry the pod. You're just let, letting the. You're sitting at the foot of the river, watching the the water flow by. Like, wow, that's, that's great. I feel like I should should be doing something with my life right now, but I'm just gonna I'm just gonna watch. I used to be a contender. <laughs> I used to be somebody. I used to be that fucking. <laughs> <laughs> I used to be the bedrock that formed that fucking river. But now I'm just all washed up. Uh, <laughs> my life is like the water that flows over my feet, ever changing, but Ooh. never solid enough to truly know. Yes, this is the river today. No, it will be different tomorrow. I think we like washed up pod king poetry that needs to be like a a form of self-expression for like coping with the loss of being pod king Mm -hmm. and might want to partake in that perhaps on a haiku form we could prepare something short and sweet for you when i had the pod king title rested from me i decided to create a new position for myself as sound guy you know and i've enjoyed it i'm curious fan favorite ian what position would you create when Pod King title is rested from you? What office? Uh, I mean, I've always been fan favorite as well. 
I guess that, that's not uh, more of an honorific than a title. Yeah, you know? well, I mean, I'm all right with that. I'm not. I don't need to be uh, in a position of authority. I can just. I'm very comfortable just watching the river flow. Mm. Uh, you know what it should be? You should call yourself His Grace Fan Favorite Ian Dixon. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds a lot like uh, like he is still have a title to he's still in power with that. You know, your grace. Oh, yeah, but it's not like your Majesty fan favorite Ian Dixon. Just your grace. You know, like an Earl or a Dutch Duke, the Duke of the fan like fan favorite Duke Dixon. <laughs> <laughs> I can see that. I can see that. FFDD. You can keep watching that river flow. I'm going to fucking come down it with a surfboard flying by with a fucking jetpack attached to it and whatnot because jetpacks make everything better. And I'm just going to come screaming on by, splash some water in y'all's faces. See ya. You can just... I'll I'll leave you a towel, you know, on the side so you can dry yourself off. But yeah, you're ready to fucking get a tsunami worth of Pod King... Well, whatever my title will be. David, coming at you. <laughs> <laughs> title, David. So are you relinquishing Sneaky as a title because you're Pod King now? <sighs> That's a good question, Scott. I have to do some soul searching, I guess, once I, once I'm, if I'm, if and when I'm sworn in. I'll decide on my official titles. It'll be similar to the Game of Thrones, I'm sure. <laughs> Where <laughs> there's like a hundred different titles. The Breaker of Chains, Mother of Dragons, all that jazz. You don't know what I'm talking about, though, because you don't watch the show. Ian does, though. Yeah, I got you. Scott might kind of gets it. So, I, I kind of understand. Not only are you the... creating a lore for yourself, well, you're creating a, a title for yourself, but you're also creating a lore of great deeds that you've done so that you can take on those titles. I'm going to lore it up. Yeah. I'm going to Laura. Just lore. <laughs> It'll be lord. <laughs> Like with the apostrophe D at the end of it, I'll lower it. Mm-hmm. I'll be lord of the titles. I'm, I can't wait for you to earn a title like on this pod. <laughs> I can't wait pod. for you to earn a title like on the pod because, like, I want to see it. I want to see this title earning. I want to see the oh. legendary pod king to be David in the glory before he's to ascend the throne. You know, it's kind yeah. of like a chosen, anointed. Space. Name. So what what have you planned for us today, David? I had nothing planned for an actual episode because I didn't know uh-huh. we were doing it, but <laughs> you need to awe us with your great deeds. But I will awe <laughs> my ability to wheel and deal on the fly because I got a story for y'all about, you know, some some not quite dicks in the news, but just uh chicks in the news. <laughs> I'm making this up as I go. We got uh the first story of today, which is uh, that the Girl Scouts and the Boy Scouts are going to war. You guys heard of it? No. Boy Scouts of damaging recruitment war tactics. Aren't they after t- different demographics, though? Yeah. Like, how does how do they care? <laughs> oh, I guess a while ago. And they both hate trans kids. So, like, <laughs> what, what are they after? I think Boy Scouts had uh, went through some rough waters, if we're going with the water analogy here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, um, I think they did away with the whole boy part of the Boy Scouts, and they were just the Scouts of America, if I remember correctly. The, going off of memory, I just literally uh, told the story. So now. that there's less raping? 
I think that's what they're going for. Like boys. So if there's no boys in the Boy Scouts, there's no boys to be raped. So I don't know what their strategy was really, but I know that the Girl Scouts were pissed because Boy Scouts dropped the boy from the title, and then a bunch of girls were signing up for the Boy Scouts, and because they they kind of have a lot more resources and like fun activities, like going to go shoot something and hang out in the woods and just you know spit I was in the Boy Scouts and there was a lot of stuff we did okay yeah they didn't allow girls in there because they got the the boys got to have all the fun they're like girls what they just did like arts and crafts shit or something they didn't actually get to go out and into the wilderness and try to survive maybe they did but I just imagine Boy Scouts had more funding therefore did more things you know the only ones I know about Girl Scouts is they make a lot of cookies and that's about all I know but Boy Scouts, you hear about all the different badges you can get for surviving and, you know, cool skills that you learn. And I guess there was entire, like for the Girl Scouts thing, they, they're, or for the girls that were joining the Scouts, you know, the former Boy Scouts, they were like forming all, what, what do you call it? Like a, the whole group was all girls. So it was essentially a, a Scout of Girl Scouts. They're part of the Scouts and the Girl Scouts, that's why they're pissed because... I guess they get they're losing members because <laughs> maybe their maybe their activities weren't as fun. I guess, like you're saying, like maybe they just um, you, you think that's why it is. I don't know. I didn't read the story. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, you you are performing admirably as all Pod Kings have so far. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, I think part of the Pod King is that you don't read the stories. You just allow your co-hosts to bring up the information, look it up, and roll with the bunches yeah part of it's just uh imagining what it could be about <laughs> that's the fun part that's where you get all the the old uh, movie ideas from yeah you don't need to know what actually happened right the, the logistics of the, the the copyright infringement and all that crap we just need to know the wild wild extrapolation from very little data that's that's where we thrive you think there's gonna be girl scout troops like roaming the woods for girls who joined the Boy Scouts like being like traitors yeah. I'll get the badge the, the traitor badge where you kill a farmer uh, <laughs> bring their fucking head <laughs> you bring a lock up there excuse me you scalp them but then not in a like a light scalping just like wow shape their head you know <laughs> David, you went dark like immediately. Like what I was thinking was like a girl in the in the scouts would like wake up and like have like a little traitor badge sewn at, like in the night mm. to their sash. Uh, okay. Yeah, I you know, that. all haphazard. But no, you're saying they're gonna just decapitate these people. <laughs> they're going to war, man. That's what they said. War, you don't fucking go in the enemy's camp and sew shit onto their clothing as a prank. You know, it's uh, serious. It's serious stuff. They're going to get their war badges. They're going to get fucking learn how to do face paint. And then the, the actual skills would be like, you know, the archery and all that stuff for taking down the enemy. You know what? We should train the scout castigators like this. We should have a scout scouts. Scout, 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 scouts. Scout scouts. Yeah. Join the scout scouts. We'll give wow. you badges for deeds of glory. Mm-hmm. What would be a good skill for a scout castigator to have? Send us news articles that succinctly explain everything about them. 
Get your investigative <laughs> reporter badge. Send us, uh, send us things. Send us money and uh, gifts. Bring people to the fold badge. Subscriber badge. Mm-hmm. Five stars on iTunes badge. <laughs> five stars on iTunes five stars badge. Out. Yeah, there you Yeah, that's a good one. I'm actually bringing up our, our next story. You guys can keep talking. I'm actually going to share it with you guys so you can see it. We can keep talking, Ian. Isn't that great? Yeah. Keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> You're, you get paid by the hour. So make sure you keep, keep chatting. There should be no silence in this podcast. Not when I'm running it. <laughs> this is the best way to foster conversation I've found is to be like, hey, someone should be talking right now. <laughs> yeah. Talk about them badges. Gotta, gotta catch them all. All right, yeah. So everybody got the uh, link. We're gonna move on to the next one. Here, here's the uh, the, the 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 news story badge. Boom. Uh, this next story is about. Uh, it's called. Uh, I guess there's this guy, and he's a uh, former Tesla and SpaceX employee kind of guy, and he's like uh, making these little pots. So I saw that in the title of the news story, and I decided to share it with you guys. Because I didn't read the article. I thought, hey, it has the word pot in it, and we're on a pot. Escape pot. It's just a shipping container that you live in? <laughs> no, it reminds me of that story about that guy. <laughs> Who he? I don't know, he's a serial killer or a pedophile or something. And he, like, hid out in the woods. And they were trying to track him down. And you're like, wow, if only he had, like, a little pod that he could have stayed in. And then I saw this and I was like, oh this is like what that guy needed you remember the uh, story I'm talking about no but Ian would you describe what this thing is uh it's it's like a shitty tent it's just got like <laughs> no no it's got it's up man it looks nice look at that they don't need does it look nice it looks it's... like it looks like a large shitty box yeah I was it looks like it's about the size of like a shipping container. I know they like started making those tiny houses out of those cuz it's like oh, all trendy cool. and whatever. Yeah. But it's it's not that material. It's it looks like a tent with like fluorescent maybe LED like lights. Like yeah, there's little triangle yeah. uh geometric patterns with it's, a light. It's just obnoxious looking <laughs> and I think for 17,000 17 grand no thank you. Yeah, because like on the inside, like it's not even like it's, they're purporting to be this big futuristic. They're saying it can be an Airbnb. You need to s- assemble it. It's just like a bed on the inside and a mm-hmm. table. Like just get an RV for ten thousand. Yeah, and like or, uh, none of these promotional photos have like the photo of like the giant truck they had to bring with them, or like the eighty other normal two hundred dollar tents. <laughs> next to it you see, like the interior of it if you scroll down all the way it's just like a bed and then there's like some rocks like a cairn almost just stacked in front of it that's so it's just a bed and an open space and then there's like some rocks yeah aesthetic looks because that's where you're gonna die right there like <laughs> cairn for you look at that view of the city though yeah, they show like the person who's like randomly wearing those pink socks and they're just like staring out. They're like, wow, look at that view of the city that I have in my little escape pod out here remotely in a COVID friendly zone. And look, uh, in the foreground, a little pile of rocks. Wow, that really brings the city together. This is this is definitely worth 17 grand. You can rent that place out to Airbnb. You can you can probably 
be net profitable on this thing. To be honest, I mean, it's rented out for a year or so, and it's basically paid for itself. It's a, it's a fancy tent. <laughs> like, you selected this article because it said pod in the title. In fact, this one, yes, it does say pod. And they're available to pre-order now. Just go to the scottcast.com slash escape pod and we'll give you one for only $10,000. You have to pre-order it though. Your money is not that technically guaranteed to get, you know, you might not get all that back. Boy, he's, he's setting up grifts already. Grifts? Yeah. Like, uh, what's, what exactly is a grift? Is that like a... You're uh, building a scam. Oh, a scam. Harm the, the Scott Castigators by selling them shitty tents. <laughs> I'm not selling. I mean, it's technically Scott selling it. I'm just the CEO. I mean, we could put on the Scott Cast store for seventeen thousand uh, dollars. We'll send you a bed and like a large canvas sheet mm-hmm. and some sticks. Well, you need the lights. It's very important. It looks cool from the outside with those lights. Like I'm trying to find what makes this great. I'm on the I'm on the actual website looking at the qualities. Like it's not a, it's, it doesn't like have like an electric generator in it. It doesn't have like anything. It's just a Tense. it's literally just a box with a with a bed in it and a table. Yeah. Must be a nice ass bed. Right? Like, how good is the bed? <laughs> <laughs> like, is there something under the bed? Is there, like, a subterranean bunker that you can actually hide out in? Like, if, from something like Harry Potter, where they have that bag that actually is bigger than it looks. Like, once you go inside of it, it's, like, actually quite spacious. Or, like, this tent they used in Harry Potter that actually literally is <laughs> what I'm talking about. They, like, fold it out, and it's, like, a portable tent that they bring with them, a portable living area. That would be cool. But this, I guess, that was cool. Like, I think I know why these are former Tesla engineers. <laughs> <laughs> really leaning on that. Yeah. They're like, this This somehow integrates with the electric future. I, it probably plugs into the grid. You know what I want to do? I want to get a job at Tesla, get fired, and then just come up with whatever product I want. Ex-space <laughs> employee comes out with revolutionary space toilet that you can use in your home now. Like it's just a normal toilet, it costs five thousand extra dollars, but but it works in space. You just will never be able to test that. <laughs> you never know. You never know when you're going to need a space toilet. Yeah, guaranteed to work if gravity were to fail. Want that guarantee on the box? So you guys don't remember that episode of Scottcast where you guys talked about the guy trying to escape and hide out in his little pod? I sort of vaguely remember he dug a hole into like a mountain and they couldn't find him for like a couple of years. Yeah, it was less a pod and more of a ditch. I thought you were talking about your episode for a second. You're like, I was less of a pod. And I was like, oh, it's definitely one of your pod apps. Right, right, right. I guess this thing does not does not remind me of the pedo escape ditch. It was a pedo guy then. Okay. It was a pedo guy. You're right. Okay. I remember the pedo. I'm glad you remember. You guys were in the episode. I just listened to it. This is the best Christmas episode we've ever done. I feel like we're doing is Christmas related right now. Yeah. With all these stories, very Christmassy. It's not like I just whipped up these stories last second in case you needed a little padding for your episode because I thought that you were had had something ready. Oh, I would. That's not what. I, that's not what's happening. 
So, how was your guys' Christmas? <laughs> I mean, uh, I, I don't know if you guys actually did anything for the holidays because of COVID. Yeah, not many people did. Uh, we we hung out together and we watched Christopher Lee. Who's we? You and me and uh, Ian. Oh, you and Ian. Yeah, we conspired against you the whole time. Yeah, I also added uh, Baby Yoda into my bubble. I don't know if you guys saw. Yeah, Baby Yoda for Christmas. So I have a son now. His name is Grogu. He's probably gonna make a. He's probably gonna. You know, he, he might even. He might even help us with the podcast. To be honest, I, I've got big plans for him. Like he's definitely gonna help out with the One Life to Live stuff, and I know that spills over a lot of times onto this show. So um, I guess get ready for for Grogu because he's uh he's a part of the family now. It's my son. My father. I'm glad that you have like uh, a family to live with and to be with. Yeah, like I was living by myself. I'm living by myself now, so I needed yeah companionship. And most people get like a like an animal, like a pet, or or like a goldfish or something or whatever. I got myself a full scale doll. It's not you know like thirty old man getting a doll for Christmas. That's that's pretty standard, I think. It's, there's nothing weird about that. No, not at all. So, is it like a uh, in terms of like operationally? Is it like a? It doesn't articulate really, but it does. He does have like little arms that move, and he can. It looks like he's using the force. You know, he's he's got one hand that's like kind of open, like he's using the force, or maybe he's like just waving at you, like a cute little baby. So it's not like a Furby where it like repeats what you say. And God no, okay. those things very especially. With- Started getting old, and they start with family turning on. They go, ah. <laughs> you're like, oh shit, the Furby's still alive. Like, ten years later, <laughs> it like comes back into life. It's like, please help me, and then it's like goes back to being in hibernation mode. <laughs> but yeah, you know, he yeah he's, he does look like a little gremlin though, which those Furbies always kind of remind me of like the gremlins before they transformed, mm-hmm. before they ate the food, you know, the modify. Yeah. So, I mean, that's kind of what Baby Yoda, he's in that family. He's in the gremlin family, for sure. The, the genus. You know what I hear? All that cuteness that they design into these things is based on uh, our need to be uh, parents and stuff like that. That They got the big eyes, yeah. like a little baby. Um, he literally is a baby. So if you want anything to be cute, you just yeah, you give it big eyes like a baby. Because like, don't, don't a baby's eyes stay the same size, roughly? And then your head just kind of grows around it. I think. Kind of fucked up if you think about it. Like, well, yeah, that's why we like like cats and dogs and stuff because they're just little big-eyed, you know, carnivores, little little feasting on meat creatures. Nice. So yeah, so I got uh, got my baby Yoda now. I'm gonna use him in a lot of my promotional stuff, you know, because I'm gonna have like tra- little training montages with him training with me. And, you know, I'm going to be lifting weights and he's going to be like lifting stuff with the force. I'm going to be training him as his master and slash father. You should wear like one of those body green screen suits. Yeah. While you're lifting weights. (laughs) Edit yourself out. Yeah. And make it look like the the guy's doing it. No, like he's lifting the weights. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I could do that. Uh. I could probably just crop. I could probably do it without a green. If I just get a green sleeve on my arm, I mean, I'm pretty sure I could just green screen out my arms, and then that would be enough. 
I can just crop myself out of the frame. Huh. Yeah, I should do that. Like in that, uh, what was that? You know, the guy who played Doc Brown, wasn't he in like a movie one time where they did the whole green screen thing on him? You get one of those suits like he wore in that movie. Maybe I can get the... <laughs> That's such a specific poll for a guy in a green screen suit. Like every movie in the world has someone in it really? eventually. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, Doc Watson in that one sequel to that rare film yeah. he did. I think he had a green screen suit on once. <laughs> hey, you know, like, like an old green screen suit. Not, maybe not the one worn by Doc Brown, but yeah, like, they get like an old green screen suit that nobody wants anymore. You know, it's maybe like 10 or 15 years old. It's fine. I'd wear that. Discount bargain shopping green screen suits. Why this? Why now of all times are you gonna go for the discount green screen used suit? <laughs> Sounds super sanitary. There's like, how do you know? Skin we're, tight. Yeah, and spandex. And some other dude's junk, and you're like, yeah, yeah, that's that's a good deal right there. It's reason to be pressed. I wonder why. As long as there's nice stains on it, I take it. <laughs> Like I, I want to see how much you're actually saving by going used. <laughs> Let's see here: blue screen suit, <laughs> yeah, uh, brand new, bucks. yeah, brand new, thirty bucks. What? <laughs> right here, literally just the color and non-reflective clothing. Huh. I don't own that much green stuff. I, I would have to, you know, I'd probably get blue though. You know, because I'm all yeah. There you go. Blue screen behind me, so yeah. Check out that link in the chat, bro. Oh shit. You know what? I'm going to get this for you. Holy shit, that looks scary. Even the head's covered. I'm going to get this for you. What's your size, dude? Uh, What's your size and bodysuit? It doesn't look like it says there's any sizes. It looks like it's just... How is that possible? Oh, here it is in the product description. Large. So what's your height in inches? I'm 5 foot 8. And then I'm... 12 plus 5... 68. I usually so wear. Oh, you are a large. Nice. And it's like no. just the top of the range. I don't think that would be. I would get the slightly smaller. What is it? Dude, you're at the top of the range of large. Six, so if you go smaller, I, it'll be like bursting at the seams. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, mean, I can also do that, though. <laughs> as I'm lifting, I, I biceps emerge and I burst out of it. Floating, floating biceps. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to do that. Get my blue screen suit on with Baby Yoda. We're going to have a good old time. I'm going to call him. Nice. I'm going to I'm gonna make a little line of clothing that says like Grogu, as in like G R O W, like ready to grow with the goat, with the grow guru. All right. Now we have an excuse to meet upon a field and drink wine. Yeah. Blue screen. We'll all just have blue screen suits on. <laughs> oh, shit. And need to order three. <laughs> like, what the fuck is going on there? Like, we're filming right now, okay? This is for a movie. And you're like, where's the. But there's no camera there? equipment. Shut up. There's not even a crew behind you. Be like, yeah, there is. You don't understand how it works. You know what else I got for Christmas, though? And this is kind of exciting. Is I got a Ninja Foodie. Which is like for you know cooking like it's one of those little ten and one, eleven and one kind of deals, and it's also known as a crisper. So in a way, Ooh. I got myself a crisper kit, but not in the way that you might think. Sibel is still disappointed in me for letting the crisper kit mRNA expire. Yeah. 
<laughs> I'm the only person in the world in the doghouse for letting mRNA expire. You son of a bitch. <laughs> How dare you? That's the, I mean, I'm surprised that wasn't the end of your relationship right there. Like, yeah, it's usually a killer. Like, mm-hmm. that's like letting your child die or something. Ah, yeah. I'm sorry. Left it in the freezer. Put <laughs> <laughs> in the freezer. Yeah. <laughs> or was that what it was? What you're, you were supposed to keep it in the freezer and you didn't? Yeah, like there was something that should have been in the freezer. Then I kept it in the fridge. Yeah. It was that subtle of a difference. I mean, that seems a little tricky. I, I don't. I mean, really next it. time I get like precious samples of E. coli and CRISPR genome editing materials. I'm going to read the instructions before I commit to long-term storage. If Scott worked in Jurassic Park, he'd be like the guy, they'd have the, like, you know how they have the security guy doing like the entire park security? You would be like the guy who's in charge of the samples for DNA <laughs> for the dinosaurs. You're like, oh shit, that was supposed to be refrigerated or uh, frozen? I thought it was the fridge would have worked. In that movie, when Nedry goes to steal the embryos, yeah. like he sees that like they're all already open, he's like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> There's like a happy sandwich next to it, and you're like, "Oh yeah, sorry." <laughs> what do you, what do you yeah, but bio storage. So Nedry doesn't steal the embryos. He goes back to the control room, turns the power back on. Nothing bad happens, mm. and the park opens. Yeah. I saved Jurassic Park through my negligence. Yes. That's an alternative alternative timeline. That would be cool. I mean, a bad movie, but it would have been a pretty cool <laughs> way to live. So, dude, I've got some I've got some facts for you about oh, Christmas. Okay. You know, I've decided to bail you out of the Christmas doldrums. Sure. Well, we were actually doing pretty good. Well, once you get past the first two stories that I just whipped out on the fly. Yeah. Sure. So I've got all these facts. Some of them are facts. Some of them are not. It's like trick or truth, but with Christmas facts. Ooh. Sounds fun. I just heard the sound effect play for this segment. Oh, watch out. Hello. So, all right. Here's the first fact. Is it true or not? Am I making it up? Am I changing something around slightly? Jingle Bells was written for Thanksgiving, not Christmas. Trick or truth? I believe that is factual. I mean, it's still cold during Thanksgiving, so you could be dashing through the snow on a one-horse open sleigh, and they don't really mention Christmas at all. So, yeah, I can see it being feasible. It's true that it's Thanksgiving. You both are correct. It was composed in 1857 by one Jim Lord Pierpont, and published under the title One Horse Open Sleigh. It was supposed to be played during uh, Thanksgiving as a way to commemorate the famed Medford Sleigh Races. So famous, never heard of them. <laughs> right? <laughs> you know, those 1850s sleigh races yeah. we all fucking rave about. Like, I remember when I was 22, I'd get blitz drunk and just go on YouTube watching 1850s sleigh races. Yeah, everybody's just cheering them on, just getting hammered, but like, yeah, and just uh, having the, a grand old time with that mm. open sleigh. Yeah, that's back when cocaine was available at Stars, folks. That's when Coca-Cola So you know those sleigh races were bitching. <laughs> also, Jingle Bells was the first song to be broadcast from what location? David? You mean like Ian. a city? 
or like just the location in general. Yeah. We broadcast from a radio. How specific <laughs> of a location are we looking for? Like a city or a country or? I think he's talking about like what type of way it was broadcast. No. Hints closer, but he's still too earthbound. What? Oh, from space? That's the first one to be picked up by aliens? That's the first thing you're going to hear? <laughs> broadcast no, it's from Earth? First song to be broadcast from space. From space. Or in, in space, I imagine. Like, listen to. Not mm-hmm. at space towards us, but out towards space. You know, it's not that clear. That <laughs> it was broadcast out to the, and that's the first thing aliens will hear. Yeah, they're just like, why would the humans lead with the song about the Medford sleigh races? <laughs> I mean, we know what the Medford sleigh races are, but why would they send that? <laughs> of all the things they could have sent, they just want to know about that one horse open sleigh. They send, the, they reciprocate back with another message that's also. Related to their Thanksgiving traditions, I guess. Yeah. Back to us. We misunderstand it as well as a declaration of war. The aliens are just trying to be like, hey, nice holiday hit. Here's ours. Yeah, it does kind of quirky too. It doesn't really make sense, but let's send it to you. It's called, let's kill all the humans. But you know, it's not what you think. It's not what it sounds like. How's this sound? In the Netherlands, Sinkerlas, the Dutch version of Santa arrives from Spain, not from the North Pole. Well, with the, where are the Netherlands located relative to Spain? Would they be south of Spain? I'm having trouble. No. Um, I think just Spain in general is different enough from the North Pole. And it's got to come from somewhere north. I mean, you can't have Santa coming from the south. That's fucked up. Like, well, it's the Netherlands. In the Netherlands, he arrives from Spain. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're a Dutch boy hanging out in Dutchland. Oh, my home country's layout a little better. I'm having trouble picturing where they are relative to Spain. I know they have this. It's like mostly uh, east of Spain, but a little bit north as well. Northeast. Mostly east, but also a little north, yeah. Okay, a little north. That's, that's, hmm. Okay. So that's that's where Netherlands is. So Spain is south and mostly west. Oh, I got it. I thought you were saying the other way around. I don't know. That sounds really weird. I'm going to say false. <laughs> Maybe some other country that they like, some country that's north of them. Possibly. That would be a way I'd trick you up. But, Ian, what do you think? Um, I'm not real sure about Dutch traditions. I know that uh, some of the other Scandinavian countries had, uh, they didn't really have a, like a, a singular Santa, they had like a group of kind of uh, dwarf-like fellows who took the Santa role, and they came out of the mountains. Okay, that sounds charming. Yeah. Well, in the Netherlands, it's completely true that Santa comes from Spain, mm-hmm. not from the North Pole. And that's not the only thing. Spanish Santa. Also, instead of elves, he has a bunch of boys and girls dressed in blackface who steal children who misbehave. That's horrifying. <laughs> <laughs> now that's Dutch. <laughs> Watch out for those blackface dolls coming for you. <laughs> and the big punishment is they bring them back to Spain. <laughs> it's so offensive. They're so like uh, xenophobic in these old tales, but like 
Don't. The <laughs> thing we can do is send you to one of those other countries, uh, those where the heathens live. Those backwards Spaniards <laughs> with their black helpers. <laughs> I would have thought that they, you know, everything. It would have been like it's from Iceland or some shit, you know, where the real that's the real North Pole, right? Or Greenland or one of those two. I mean, those are northern countries, but they're not at the pole, no. No, they're not at the pole, but I mean, that's where, like, if you want to go see reindeer and shit and you want to go yeah. to an inhabited country, you go to Iceland and they're like, right. oh, welcome to see the northern lights and smoke a joint with a reindeer, or whatever it is that they do. Bringing up another fact there, Scott? I got a fact for you, man. Right. So tell me, is this true or not? Japanese people traditionally eat at KFC for Christmas dinner. Kentucky Fried Chicken. Now, this is weird because how many Christians are in J- Japan? Right. Many. Yeah, how traditional would Christmas be there? They have like Buddhas. They're uh, like Buddhist Shintoists and shit. And Jane, I don't know. I'm going to say that for for those that celebrate that that would be an appropriate way to do it. I'm going with true. Okay. I wonder why it's KFC that they celebrate though. It's like if on Christmas it's not like things are closed down and it's like oh we have to go to KFC. It would seem more like there'd be like mixed- because the reason for the season is capitalism and American food. I, I, I want to say true, but for McDonald's. Okay, like I've made a little switch. I don't know. I'm just oh. saying, like red herring with the yeah. Japanese people. Random. I mean, yeah. Like, why? Why is why is this white Colonel Sanders dude, Southern dude, like their traditional? I don't know. This doesn't seem to sync up vibe the right way that Mickey D's does. I'm happy to report that it is completely true that all Japanese people traditionally eat at KFC for Christmas dinner. Apparently, and they did. in 1947, Kentucky Fried Christmas, uh, Kentucky Fried Chicken, <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> Apparently, they organized a marketing campaign at Foreigners Living in Japan to have a Christmas dinner at KFC. And it consisted of KFC plus red wine. And it's kind of something. Oh, yeah. They can serve alcohol at their uh, their food places there. So it's kind of something that everybody found appealing and ever since then on Christmas Day in Japan people just think of it as like Kentucky Fried Chicken and Wine wine Day that is I don't think I've ever had fried chicken and wine before I haven't lived I need to go to Japan (laughs) really live (laughs) (laughs) big old bottle of wine and a big old tub of chicken that's my next meal I guarantee I'm gonna make that my foodie (laughs) I gotta make that (laughs) and then I'm gonna use that red wine I sent you guys the thing about the uh, the KF console, right? Oh yeah. Oh, I don't know, man. That's that's the harbinger of all that is wrong <laughs> in this world. I said like <laughs> something else. Yeah, yeah, that was dope. It was like CP or uh, com- computer that was also a uh, what was it? An air fryer? Uh, it it was a chicken warmer. It wouldn't cook your chicken technically, but it would keep it oh, warm shit. once it is cooked. Oh, I thought it was a fryer. That's why I was that like, would "Be amazing if it could also like, yeah, bake while you were gaming." I have concerns about uh, grease and cross contamination on uh, the, you know, electronic parts. But 
Yeah, the only people who that would appeal to are not going to be the people who can handle boiling grease on top of their computer <laughs> for extended periods of time. I feel like the the, the CPUs make so much heat as a byproduct. That's probably what's like heating your chicken. Mm-hmm. That's probably what's keeping it warm is your your processor, your bitchin. I think that's exactly what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Because that would make sense for it to be warm enough, that heat from that, the exhaust, to be warm enough to... They should just heat... They should just start making chicken out of any kind of heat exhaust. Like, you know, your car or your whatever. Just, you know, hook it up to the exhaust. Little portable hot pack. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's true that... It's true that that would do that, but it's totally backwards as far as like computer design is concerned that uh, <laughs> you you increase the heat you want it to be hot <laughs> so it's like the world's worst designed game system and that like it's designed to overheat <laughs> so, so you can heat your chicken you're gonna have no infused chicken and that'll form a heat sink that pulls it away from the CPU and yeah you might get like mercury poisoning or some shit well, whatever. You might have heavy metals in your blood from eating that, but you know what? That maybe people will. You're also come. eating KFC. <laughs> well, they're reasonably priced, and you get the game <laughs> while you snack. I love yeah. that sedentary lifestyle. I can make one that's like makes you a sh- protein shake while you're also, I don't know, gaming or lifting weights. I don't know. I'm gonna come. Okay. I, I think it is. It's a. Uh, a misstep in design, but I like the direction they're going. I want my game system to do something else. <laughs> I'm sick of Microsoft and Sony just pumping out new consoles that aren't really all that much different from the previous consoles. None of the games are backwards compatible, so you got to buy everything again if you want to play your old games. It's bullshit. I want my new game system to, I don't know, inject drugs directly in my apartment. Cook me a meal. You're gonna get a Nintendo weed, and it's gonna just like it's gonna <laughs> just a bong. <laughs> why? Why separate the two? Right. I mean, I do like the idea of stores that are like these weird combo stores. Like, yeah, I'm a tax accountant, and I do bait and tackle. Come and come by and get your stuff. You know? Yeah. So why not do that with with devices with objects like? My mixer, all it does is record podcasts. But what if it also made pancakes? Do you like to make pancakes and eat them while you're podcasting? You like to, while you're mixing audio, you're like chopping uh, on pancakes. Afterwards. I, I just think that pancakes only stay hot for a certain amount of time. You have to eat them while you're still mixing your audio, it seems like. I think a built-in feature of all of these devices is that it will overheat enough to keep food edible warm. <laughs> That's like a genius way to cover up a flaw in a device. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's supposed to be that yeah. hot. Yeah, it's supposed to be hot chicken. <laughs> but, yeah, I imagine if I do, like, a two-hour pod, like, at, like every ten minutes of podding, another flapjack emerges from the device. Mm-hmm. And, say, after two hours, that's a dozen pancakes. That's a good hearty meal I could eat after a good long podcast session. I could get behind that because you can make protein pancakes. So I'd be dying yeah. for that. Yeah. Like, yeah, you put your powder in, depending on what kind you want. You want decadent Canada-approved maple syrup, Vermont maple syrup, corn syrup. Sugar-free syrup, preferably. I learned from the Dixons just the other day that Aunt Jemima 
isn't even maple syrup. It's just weird sugar. It's corn yeah. syrup. Yeah. Well, the maple corn syrup flavoring, but the sh- the sugar content was always provided by just you know whatever you want to throw in there. It didn't, didn't have to be stuff that's naturally extracted from a tree. It's just the right. maple the flavoring. You know. Yeah, that that real maple is like pretty much monopolized by the Canadians. It's not that people can't like grow maple trees. It's just like for some reason Canada's got the stranglehold on the market. If you if you make maple syrup in Canada, you have to send it to the authorities before they allow it to be distributed. Federally yeah. controlled substance. It's They've uh, got a federation of uh, maple syrup producers. Yeah. So far, we're not saying anything that's not true. <laughs> oh, wait. What was the story? Yeah, no, everything is actually true. This is 100% how maple syrup is in Canada. That's why it costs like $20 for like a pint. Okay. They're fucking with the market. Is there any other country that does that? Like it really cares that like <laughs> when you go to Italy or they're like, and you want to get like some of their authentic sauce, you have to like, you can't take it out of the country without it being approved with the official I mean state. like, yeah, French wine is like, uh, well, is it France or Italy? I don't know. Wherever uh, a like real... Be from Champagne. Um, champagne comes from Champagne, and only Champagne, hmm. right? Everything else. So is you spark- can make sparkling wine other places, and it's like the same thing, really. But it's just it's just not from the same region, so it's not the same grapes and blah blah blah. But nobody else really cares that much about maple syrup. We should just really find an obscure, obscure food item and just say like, "This is our Hamtramck like signature thing." Is there already something like that? It can't be something that's uh, really tied to another culture very much. It's got to be something that's well, like, <laughs> yeah. If it's a Hamtramck, it's definitely tied to another culture. Can't be like, here's some Brazil nuts, but with this, they're, they're Hamtramck Brazil nuts. <laughs> like they're, they're from Brazil. <laughs> like no, no, trust me, these are our thing. We regulate it. That'll be a fun, fun project. Right into the Scottcast if you guys have a good uh, food item that we should monopolize on. And yeah, we will edit it a little bit genetically. Mm-hmm. Some unholy combination of like pre maple flavored bacon that you know, and, and it's infused with some some other shit like a bacon steak maple combo. Huh. It's a little meth in there. Maybe. Make some bat cheese <laughs> after we melt those bat nipples. <laughs> This is a very bad cheese Christmas. (laughs) That's fresh cheese. Yeah, that's some fresh bad cheese right there. Cheese to be fresh, or is like it's fresh. Like good cheese is not fresh cheese. Am I right? Like it's technically aged aged bat nipple cheese. That depends on the cheese. I think you got bad cheese. You want it fresh, (laughs) mature. Bad nipple cheese. <laughs> Pick it up at the sky castle. <laughs> <laughs> a little barrel of it. Like mold. It is like, here you go. Uh, sorry, I think it went bad. <laughs> I mean, it went in the freezer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the mRNA really fucked up. Sorry. <laughs> Genetically engineered bad nipple cheese. Must put in the freezer. Soon to get it. Yeah. Flash frozen. You got fucking sous vide bat nipple cheese. <laughs> and it's like the most expensive item in the world. It's like more than saffron and shit per you pound. Know, 
if it was offered to me in the right capacity, like at a restaurant or someone I trust in some way, and they're just like, oh, like if Sabelle like had bat nipple cheese and like a <laughs> spread of crackers, I would be like, oh yeah, I'll try it. Yeah, sure. Oh yeah, it's great. It's amazing. Two paddocks. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Sam Neil <laughs> tunes in to say play Scott Cast on Spotify. And it goes to a random. <laughs> it's like uh, the bell had some bat nipple cheese on a charcuterie spread. I'd be all over that shit. <laughs> we delicious. We should get into charcuterie. Char- wait, is it charcuterie or charcuterie? Now I'm getting mixed up. I think you're right. Charcuterie, yeah. charcuterie, I believe. Yes. Yeah. So, <laughs> just that little cheese spread of bat nipple cheeses from around the world, different bats from different locales. We got vampire bat cheese. That, that could be good. What would you pair it with for the meat, though? Some kind of ham tramic sausage, some kind of uh, <laughs> Polish sausage. Yeah, kielbasa and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> bat nipple cheese. It's <laughs> <laughs> good. Put it in the little boxes we send to people. Oh, little. Why is it black? It's supposed to be that way. Bat nipple cheese. Oh, sorry. That was the guano. Yeah. That, the shit. <laughs> it's a good Ace Ventura reference. Right? That's the only reason everybody knows how to say bat shit in crazy? some yeah. obscure African country. Like, instead of saying, I'm going to go bat shit on you, people should just be like, I'm going to go guano on your ass. Right? Everyone would know what that means. Ian, you know what guano is, right? Yeah. Bat shit? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, apparently they're gonna make Ace Ventura three. No way! I think that's in the room. Like old ass, like Jim Carrey. How old is he now? Gonna come back and be like doing his probably. He's probably gonna hurt himself on set trying to film it. I don't know. I think it's still a rumor. I don't think it's official. I think it might happen. Just look at what happened with Dumb and Dumber. He went back and did that. I don't think I saw that one, but it just seems like uh, he's so like manic or so like all over the place. Just so like. Uh, hyper. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I think he's gonna like. <laughs> it's like images of what Pod King David will end up as. <laughs> what? I'm Jim Carrey. Yeah, you're gonna end up as like. Uh, you're gonna go through the whole range. It's like you're gonna have the classic era, and then quickly fall into the manic, trying to <laughs> recapture the previous the era of Pod King David, <laughs> descending in a pile of guana. The first few episodes won't age completely well, like the like uh, the entire transsexual villain line in the first Ace Ventura. <laughs> yeah, well, that was how a lot of those shows were, though. Like a lot of my favorite movies, I, th- I pointed that out before, I think, to you guys. But like um, Mrs. Doubtfire and Ace Ventura just do not age well. With the whole premise of the movie is that people are literally like throwing up that the the fact that there could be a trans person on screen. I think in Miss Doubtfire, they find out that, you know, he's, uh, he's a, she's a, he's a, she, he's got everything. And then they're like freaking out, call the cops and blah, 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 you know, because there can't be a trans person in her house until they find out that's actually his dad. And they're like, oh, okay. You don't like dressing up like a, like a girl, do you, dad? And he's like, no, you know, no, no, of course not. This stuff that doesn't, uh, doesn't age well. Mm-hmm. No, and then there's the Ace Ventura's what's her name, uh, Einhorn. Yeah. <laughs> like the reveal at the very end yeah. was like she's a man, and then like they they turn her around, and her penis is somehow like on the other side of her body now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> crossed or something, so pushed back. I'm not sure. I, I, I like, yeah, like, 
It's like uh, Silence of the Lambs. You see, you know. Yeah, talk about. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that was that what it, what it is like in that yeah. scene? Like it's supposed to just be talked. I thought it was like they surgically moved the penis back on the other side. It's just a just a deep tuck. I think it was deep tuck. It was deep like tuck. oh maybe there's like a tape involved. Yeah, but yeah. It's a conversation like this that is also not going to age well. <laughs> yeah, both hanging out all the time, or you know, on the job. So it seems like there should be some tape or some shit down there. Yeah, I don't know. I guess we'd have to. If uh, I, I don't know, because I've never tried doing it. But you know, I mean, should all experiment, or if somebody's got experience, right into the Scottcast. Let us know how that works. Just send some graphics in. Send them to. We're all just sitting in our individual homes, tucking it just to see. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody stand up. (laughs) This is the new era of Scottcast. It's we experiment on the pod. Yeah. I'm like I've I've shipped you like we'll we'll be trying out like bat shit. uh, Or no, it's not bat shit. (laughs) Bat cheese on the air. Be like, open up your uh, your 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 email bags or open up your uh, your bags. And we're all gonna try out different things during the podcast and talk about our experiences live. <laughs> like what? It's like just like a pair of women's underwears in the bag. One time's like what is this? <laughs> It'll make sense once we're on the pod. You said we could experiment, Scott. Just don't get stuck. You get if something gets, yeah. If it's the wrong size, let me know. We're not gonna have a medical emergency here. Don't be a hero. <laughs> just underwear and tape. <laughs> what the hell is this you'll, you'll see you'll see it'll all make sense that would be kind of i mean we've done stuff in the past where we've we've tried to pod you know like kind of live with our experiences but we haven't really pushed the envelope on live podcast no i guess that's probably what's going to be what's in store for this new era of scottcast where we are now leaving the the realm of the cerebral into the arena of action yeah we'll just try different things out every week he very experiential yeah here's yeah Scott tries mma and he's in the ring <laughs> <laughs> like all right Scott, okay i'm starting to really like this era <laughs> a, uh, looks like he's got a, been doing an arm bar on him how you feeling Scott? that hurts I'm like oh okay. this is live <laughs> keep the pot going if he passes out we'll wake him up get some smelling salts be fun. <laughs> balls to the wall podcasting. Maybe your balls would be to the, <laughs> the back side of the, the Monday. You know what I'm saying? Why does every single experiment involve taping my junk in some way? <laughs> like It's a coincidence. It's a coincidence. Just shrug it off. It's your gracious and good pod king. I'll, I mean, elect. Pod king elect. Yes. But I, I mean, I think that we're in some, for some good changes here, Scott, with the, the new shifting of you know, like a rebalancing, a re, uh, refresh, if you will, how we do things. I got some, some, you know, some new, like, like for example, you know, the whole, the whole news thing. You know, you saw that that was that was your guys' thing. You know, the news stories. I, I like us just talking about our lives and talking about ourselves. Once we, once we opened up and just talked about ourselves, it was it was so much more fruitful. You know. I thought we were talking about taping our balls under our ass. <laughs> I don't remember talking about ourselves. I, we were talking about our Christmas, how we were doing, and it just naturally flowed like wine. We talked about 
Well, you started going to those facts, I guess. Yeah, that actually, I thought that was pretty good. That's not bad. Yeah. But yeah. I've got more facts, too. I I just think, like, you know, us talking about random topics is is fun. But us going through the the news digest, uh, you know, I don't know. All right. Maybe a whole ban on news for, like, 20 fucking episodes. Whoa. I'm not saying there can't be news. I mean, the news is more about if it pops up organically rather than here's what we have prepared kind of thing. Hey, did you guys hear about this? kind of thing. You know how you would naturally bring it up in a conversation, rather than a segment. This man has pod theory. I appreciate that in the pod king. Thank you. I appreciate that. You appreciate it. I appreciate your appreciation of my appreciation. I appreciate how appreciative you guys are being. (laughs) (laughs) Really depreciate value as we (laughs) for each appreciation it depreciates in the punchline, but Yes, well, I depreciate the depreciation of the appreciated I appreciation. Appreciate you shut the hell up. <laughs> <laughs> get it? I, I depreciate. Get it? Like, I depreciate. Yeah, yeah. I think. Anyway, yeah, I'm getting lost in the circuitousness of it all. Yeah. I don't even remember what we were talking about before the appreciation. Let's get well, back we to were talk- talking about our balls and shit. <laughs> I think that's what we were talking about. <laughs> well, I've got more uh, Christmas facts. Facts or not, facts are trigger, trigger fact or whatever it is. Can you get those jingles? Christmas oh. ringing. Let's go. Let's talk. Okay, how about this? This is math, right? You guys should be able to do this. No. Mm-hmm. Oh, not necessarily. Well, I don't like math. <laughs> okay, how about this? We'll play high low with this this game. Mm-hmm. That means is I'll ask I'll ask Sneaky for a calculation and Ian mm-hmm. for whether it is higher or lower. Mm-hmm. Okay. The true answer. Uh, Sneaky D, you might have probably or Pod King elect David. You may just call me D for now until you decide exactly what I am. You can be- okay, big D. Um, what are kind of D suits you? <laughs> Big, thick, veiny D. Veiny D. <laughs> veiny D. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm not that vain, actually. Tucked and taped feet. Santa visits the children of the world. Let's say he visits about. Uh, 2,106 million children each year. Um, how fast... Children? Sorry, what is this? What is it? What, well, how many children are we talking? 2,000 million. Or 2 billion, I guess. That would be 24,000 miles in, an hour, in a day. Because it's 24 hours in a day and you're going 20,000 miles per hour. Okay. I think you would have to go faster. Okay. So you're saying a so, slow estimate then? Yeah, you have a slow estimate under your belt. That. I was lowballing it. Yeah. <laughs> it's 124,000 miles. It's 24,900 miles. Okay. Well, that's not why you were lowballing. <laughs> let me tell you. Let me tell you the math here. Uh, so there's 2.1 billion children under age 18 in the world. Uh, each household has 2.5 children on average. So Santa would have to make 842 million stops 
traveling 221 million miles between the households. Given the different time zones, he has 36 hours to deliver the gifts. Therefore, his average speed would be approximately 650 miles per second. Nice. It's less than the speed of light, so technically it's doable. Oh, well, that's good to know. Uh, you know yeah. I don't have to go reverse, do time travel just to somehow give it to the kids. That's how, that's how you, realistically, I think you would have to do it. Yeah. You know? I think, yeah, I think realistically, you would have to dupe the entire adult population into, like, proffering and, and like, continuing the myth of Santa and then put the work onto them to make the gifts happen for the kids. That's the only way to do it. Yeah. You have to, like, have mind control over every parent. And then you have to turn, like, an on switch. You just switch them on and they all just do your bidding. But only one yeah. year. Yeah. And you know how it all gets done? Advertising. Mm, brain control with advertising. Yeah, so what's more powerful? Uh, mm-hmm. the infinite Santa or 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 the ad dollar spend? Wow. This would be a perfect place for an ad. <laughs> and so go to the Scottcast.com. There you can shop ScottCast merch. You can join ScottCast City and get bonus podcasts. You can... You can't vote in the podcasting election. I'm probably going to close it up before this uh, year podcast drops. So uh, do the other things. You could buy sweaters and you could buy a tent. Um, yeah, reasonably priced. Maybe only 10 grand or so. Yeah, we're going to sell... Yeah, let's do that. Let's sell for 15 grand. So we're going to undercut these assholes. But each tent is going to have a king-size bed, bigger bed. It's going to have two tables and a canopy with a tarp. We're going to have twice as many rocks stacked up in a little cairn. Yeah, we're going to have two stacks of rocks. I bet they don't even give you the rocks. Probably don't give you the rocks. (laughs) (laughs) We have a stack of bogs. Are we supposed to find these rocks out here in nature? Yeah, scour (laughs) the Rock not included, bitches. <laughs> so there you go. Go to thescottcast.com and put $100 down on our $15,000 um, box tent thing with more rocks and bigger bed. And um, yeah, we'll ship a bed to you. Sounds awesome. With a with a box. You get a free t-shirt too. If you and we'll send a T-shirt, yeah. We'll send, if you reserve, we'll send a T-shirt, yeah. It's non-refundable, hundred-dollar deposit, but you will get a free T-shirt. So it's like hundred dollars. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, for when we eventually decide to put out our box bed. Yeah. Nice. I think we could do that. If yeah, someone like, paid fifteen thousand dollars, dude, we could yeah. source materials. You could we like at least ship them some rocks. Like you could have add-on items. <laughs> accessories and all sorts of shit that you could send them. You'd be like, okay, you want to have, uh, I don't know, pillowcases and the bed sheets? Now that's another $100 for the pillowcases and 200 for the... You just keep on uh, search. like, And then, of course, all of it says Scott Cass on it. You know? Because so you have that the logo everywhere and... yeah. 
So we're like, for $17,000, we're going to sell you a portable bedroom just full of our faces. You put posters up and stuff and t-shirts and socks and undies, whatever you need. We can... Did you ever need to get lucky in the middle of the mountains, but didn't have enough Scottcast merch around you to seal the deal? <laughs> Boy, do we have a deal for you. <laughs> so what did we learn today, guys? The meaning of Christmas. Capitalism. Yes. And also elections. Yeah. Yes. Christmas and elections. Plutocracy. <laughs> we definitely learned about corruption. <laughs> and yes. make an excellent... A batch of bat nipple cheese for <laughs> purposes. We hit transgender issues in two different topics. Yeah. Apologies to come in future episode, probably. <laughs> yes, that will be issued by, on the way out. <laughs> the lame dark president will uh, issue the apology. Vetoes, <laughs> <laughs> apologies, and pardons. <laughs> Fan favorite Ian Dixon. It'll out. be its own bonus episode. <laughs> shit up we have had a wonderful episode so pod king current may you lead us out oh surely uh so last time for the last time for us well from us here at the super colorful original telecommunicated transmission otherwise known as scottcast we bid the adieu see you later scottcastigators yeah we got that in the nice oh, scottcast Glory, Glory be to Scarcast. Hey, Merry Christmas, everybody. The up in this bitch. Let's, uh, okay, so. Go how do we. So I put on the music, <laughs> or should we. Let's do two takes. One's a safety. Let's one. do it. Yeah. Okay. Okay, a dry take and then a, yeah. and then a music take. See okay. how it feels, and then we'll bring it in for the, the you know, bring it home. For the last last take. Yeah, it's got castigators accounting on us to deliver this Christmas carol sometime around January second. This is unprecedented. <laughs> I shouldn't expect anything. <laughs> You're definitely not expecting this at all. A mu- Scott Cast musical? Are you kidding me? <laughs> well, uh not a musical, yeah, but uh I'm what do they call it? Caroling. Caroling. Scott Cast Carol. Scott Carol. No. That would Yeah. The super colorful original and telecommunicated Carol. Yep. All right. Well, I can't oh, hear wait. that music, yo. Oh, I thought we were doing a dry run. Uh, we are, but with the music on, so that we know and to That's kind not of start. A dry run. <laughs> I don't know what the hell. I'm not a musician. <laughs> I need to hear the music so I know when to jump in. I don't. I don't even know. As long as Isn't I know. Is it just in order? <laughs> We've got numbers. <laughs> <laughs> Let's yes. see. I just—I don't know. I, I'm just trying to make your job easier by making sure that we're we, we keep pace. There we go. This old jazzy number. Yeah. All right. The dry run. Christmas, yo. On the first day of Christmas, my co-host gave to me a shovel in a Scott Cassidy. <laughs> Oh, uh, but Super Love Game, two paddocks struck and a, and a shovel in Cockett City. Yeah, it's not going to work with the music. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the music is not in the, uh, the same beat there. Okay. <laughs> I'll start from the top. <laughs>
Okay. We'll just say it, and then Scott and Post will make sure that we match up. Right? I could do that. I could do that. Yeah. Make us sound flawless. I could make you guys sound <laughs> flawless. Like, yeah, like parts. angels. Yeah. <laughs> like on some parts we're normal, and then you're like, you clearly need to speed this up like 1.5 times speed, and like three members of the Scott cast. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> travel in Scott Okay. Okay. There we go. We're just gonna dry run it, as you say. I'm ready to run real dry, feeling dry. Run this dry, boy. Okay, yeah. so I'm two, five, eight, and eleven. Okay, let's do it. Okay, so what's the what's the what's the beginning? Of the, what, what's the actual phrase? That's where I got tripped up in the first place. Uh, on the first day of Christmas, my okay. true love gave to me. Oh, no, that's not. That's original. What? This is not the first day of Christmas. My co-host gave to me. First day of Scott Miss. Scottmas, okay, we can do that. Scottmas, the true love my uh, co-host gave to me. Or, co-host, yeah. How about the pod king is benevolent and he gives you stuff? So it's like um, the first my pod king day. gave to my me. Pod okay, king gave to me. There you go. Yeah, because there's no pod kings in the list. Yeah, some. I mean, I put it in the extended stuff. You guys, you can look at any of the stuff at the bottom there, and just their inspiration. If you're feeling inspired, just go for it. You want to talk about feel inspired to read a paragraph. Well, it's okay. a list of stuff. There's the phrase, by the way. On the first day of Skycast, my podcast, Pod King gave to me. Okay. Sounds right. delicious. Let's fucking do this. I'm I'm a Let's musician now. Scott. This is my first time being a musician in my life. So Yeah. You're um, you're leading the charge, man. You're the band leader. Wow. I I feel honored. I don't even know what exactly that entitled but i feel entitled by it that's part of being a leader is that you you stand upon the shoulders of others right yeah. yes and you allow your ego to satiate all of your will and pleasure until you're completely blind to the will of others okay let's do this we're flying blind anyways so it's perfect here we go we are gonna take it from the top and uh, what do you say? And a five, and a six, and a seven, and an eight. What do you? What, what do people say in the music? They, they do the first four numbers. And a one, and a two, three, four, <laughs> like that. How do you do it? Not like you that. Get, no, you, you want do it with, the, with the rhythm. If you're doing and, uh, <laughs> then you want to do that every time. You want to keep a beat with the numbers. Yeah, Scott, you got to tell me this shit before I do it. Damn it. <laughs> like one say the and a two and a three and a four. <laughs> that sounds like closer to the, the beat of the jazz thing. So, yeah, we're going to do that. All right. And a one, and a two, and a three, and a four. On the first day of Skycast, my pod king gave to me a shovel in Skycast City. Shovel in Skycast City. Oh, it's actually. There it is. How did I fuck that up? Do you put the, the, the ellipses in between and you paused and that's not where you want to pause? Well, you know, I, I, <laughs> I need to put the ellipses in there. I should have taken it out. I, I was thinking in my head as I wrote it. <laughs> I typed it out. Okay. On the first day of Scott, my pot king gave to me a shovel and a scotch. Fuck, I did it again. <laughs> I keep on pausing. But I see I shouldn't look at it. Right, on the first day of Scott, Miss My Potkin gave to me a shovel in a Skaka city. 
On the second day of Scott Miss, my podkin gave to me two paddocks drunk and <laughs> the shovel in a sack of city. Yay! <laughs> On the third day of Scott Miss, my podkin gave to me three members of the triumvirate, two paddocks drunk and a shovel in Scott Cast City. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. Okay, so we do the whole thing? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's how uh, the song goes. I don't know. Are we switching and just keeping our numbers? I think what we do is, so you would say so I'm only responsible for three. Yeah. Okay. Except for when we get to five, then we all sing later, but not on the first time. I don't know if that makes sense. There's a choir on five, and it's solo on your individual parts. And I just realized I have a shitty part because I have to say a shovel in Scott Kiss City, and I suck at it every time. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be so, awesome. <laughs> let's, just, uh, let's just roll from a uh, number three again, Ian. So try it again, and Scott will chime in on two paddocks. On okay. The third day of Scott, Miss My Pod King gave to me three members of the triumvirate, two paddocks drunk, and shovel. In a Skaka city. God damn it. So why, is it, why is it always different? I don't know. Come on, man. It's a shovel. Can you dig it? I just keep on digging myself into a bigger hole every time. It gets worse as I go. A shovel in Skaka city. Why can I say it when it's not part of the song? <laughs> All right, on the fourth day of Christmas, my podcast gave to me four curb stop robots, three members of the triumvirate, two paddocks drunk, and a shovel in Scott Guest City. Fucking nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> on the fifth day of Scott, Miss, my pod king gave to me. Oh, wait a minute. It's got to be. <laughs> It's not as easy as it looks. Like, what the fucking words? It's got well, it's gotta be like uh does it have to be special on five? On the fifth, does it have to be like retarded? No, you have to say like five stars on iTunes. That's where it retards. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Retarded, yeah. Uh, on the, yeah. Okay. I got this. On the fifth day of Scott Miss My Podkin gave to me. Five stars on iTunes. Four curse not robots. Three members of the triumvirate. Two paddocks drunk. And a shovel in Skaka City. Nice. <laughs> God, good. that was a good. That was a good run. That was a good one. Like my, I feel like Scott trying to pronounce words on this one. You know, <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of pressure. I feel like it's wrong <laughs> when I'm saying it right. You got to yeah, now you know here. now you know what it's like every time I open my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Well, All right. round 6. Should we just maybe? go through it? 6 we're going to uh either way, I don't I don't know. Let's just go through it, I guess. And then that's how the jazz thing is, right? Yeah, I, I so. couldn't tell was that jazz thing actually supposed to match up with the song? It, it kind of does. I'll figure it out. I'll be honest. I didn't listen to the whole jazz thing. I was just so I was so jazzed up when I actually found it. I was like, "Fuck yeah!" Jazz version and the instrumental. Also, there's the, <laughs> the, guy, the guy sung it, and then there was also I went to his page, and there was an instrumental version. So that shows us like an example of how you're supposed to do it. I don't I don't know if he went through all days because the song was that long. I don't think it was like 12 minutes long. 
So let's we can record them all, and then uh, if if we, I'll just put that thing in there as a, as a little backup. I'll be like, huh? da, 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 da. like before I say the twelve thing, I'll just do a little yeah. preamble, like, oh, let's skip a few here. Uh, Ian, hit it with number twelve, and you go on the twelve, and then we like we'll do it through it rushed, and if whatever you need to cut out, just cut out from the middle. Does that make sense? Okay. So yeah, I like that. We'll go through everything. Whatever you want to keep, keep. Whatever you don't, cut it out and just cut to David saying, uh, all right, well, this is taking kind of long. Let's uh, let's cut to 12. Ian, hit it with 12. And you're like, oh, oh, God, uh, 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 12, uh, 12, day of Christmas. And then we'll all rush through it. Like, we're all fucking, like, Scott will be like, we're not out of time or, you know, we don't have the budget for this or some shit. And I'll be like, oh, okay, skip, uh, skip ahead. Ian, take it away, number 12. And we'll do something like that. Okay. But we're leaving. Right. Where we so uh, we were on we six, I guess. I'm not. We do it yet? No. Okay. All right. Take it away, even. <laughs> on the sixth day of Scott, Miss My Pod King gave to me six bat nipples milking. Five stars on, on iTunes. iTunes. Four curbside robots. Three members of the triumvirate. Two paddocks drunk. And a shovel in Scott Cassidy. <laughs> Oh, is this my- at least you're being different in a way that works now <laughs> uh, I wish my mother and father had said to me growing up other than that it's okay Okay. at least you're being different in a way that makes sense now yeah that's part of the <laughs> I always knew I was different <laughs> but now in a good way finally your life has meaning. So wait, Ian went. So does that mean it's uh, my turn? Back so, to you with seven. Yes, yeah. seven. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm eight. So that is okay. No, you're um, seven. What? Oh fuck. You're seven. Oh, you're yeah. right. Well, you're a seven, Scott. Jesus. <laughs> no, I'm a ten. <laughs> I'm twelve. Ian's fucking twelve, man. <laughs> Ian's a twelve. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so here, okay, number seven. Uh, on the seventh day of Christmas, my pocket gave to me seven birds. Oh, fuck, I gotta start over. On this, I, I was gonna say on the first day. That's uh, so why I got messed up. Okay, here we go. On the seventh day of Scott Cast, my pot king gave to me seven barista dollars saved from a tip jar. <laughs> Six bat nipples milking. Five stars, stars on iTunes. iTunes. <laughs> Three members of the triumvirate. Two paddocks drunk. And a shovel in Scottcast City. Nice. Thanks. All right. Uh, number eight. Eight. On the eighth day of Scott, Miss My Pod King gave to me eight pounds of fresh cheese. Seven barista dollars saved. Six bat nipples milking. Five stars, stars, stars on iTunes. <laughs> Four curbstop AIs. Boom. Three members oh. of the triumvirate. Two paddocks drunk. And a shovel in Skakia City. Nice. Yeah. On the ninth day of Scott, Miss My Podkin gave to me nine Enneagrams. Eight pounds of fresh cheese. Not sure Ian said that right. Six <laughs> Six uh, pet nipples milking. Where are we? Oh, five stars on iTunes. I threw a wrench in there for you guys. Four curse on robots. Three members of the triumvirate. 
two paddocks drunk and a shovel in Skycast City. All right. Oh, um, come on, Mr. Ten. So, what is ten? That's you. You are ten. I'm ten. You're I'm ten. A 10? Oh shit. Yeah. Thanks You're ten, man. You're such a sweetheart. Uh, what is ten? Ten. Ten meth. truths. There we go. On the ten. Oh, there it is. Of, or damn it. On the that day <laughs> that we're supposed to know, my parking gave to me ten trick or truths. Nine enneagrams. Eight pounds of fresh cheese. Seven barista dollars. Six bad nipples milking. Five, five stars. iTunes. Four curves on robots. Three members of the triumvirate. Two paddocks drunk and a shovel in Skycast City. Cha cha cha. It's it's getting there. We're getting there, boys. <laughs> right. This is a this is a tough one. We are good digging one. ourselves into a deeper hole here. Good thing we got that shovel. I, I kind of want to just release this as just the fifteen minutes straight of us trying to do it. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be a bonus episode. Bonus yeah. yeah, yeah. You want to get on the unfiltered shit. Oh, I'm eleven. Wait, wow! I thought no, I'm eleven. No, you're. A, oh fuck! I'm I got my own name because in the chat. Your name's at the beginning of them all. I know that throws me off. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this guy! I'm in charge for everything. Shit! <laughs> it's I'm hard to be pod king, man. Yeah. Oh, is that a spoiler? What are you talking about? Oh, oh wait, I didn't say that. You're just ahead. You're pod king elect so far. You're pod. You know, it might be good for us to. Uh, how do you? What is it? When when um, noble people are of the presidency, they concede. Mm. Yes. Well, as Pod King elect, this is PE class, and you're all my targets right now. You know what I'm saying? It's knocking them down. So uh, I am. I appreciate then, all those references. No. Yeah. But where are we? We're on. Scott. We're on yeah, eleven. We're doing great. okay. We, we didn't miss a beat. So just go right where we left off with that beat that we were on. Yep, yep. <laughs> On the eleventh day of Scott Miss, my parking gave to me eleven crisper kits, ten trick or truths, nine enneagrams, eight pounds of fresh cheese, seven barista dollars saved, <laughs> tip jars, six pet nipples milking, five, five stars, stars on iTunes, <laughs> robots, three members of the triumvirate. Two paddocks drunk and a shovel in Skaka City. Let's bring it home, boys. All right. Let's just Ooh. skip ahead to 12 here. Ian, take it away. <laughs> On the 12th day of Scott, Miss My Podkin gave to me 12 dozen mid. Blah, 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 12 dozen mint Jerry's. 11 crisper kits. 10 trick or truths. 9 enneagrams. 8 pounds of fresh cheese. Seven barista dollars saved from that tip jar. Six bat nipples milking. Five <laughs> stars. stars I do. You're just going to have to get like one good version of that. Four curves on robot. Three members of the triumvirate. Two paddocks drunk. Everybody. And a shovel Five stars on iTunes. Five stars on iTunes. Five stars on iTunes. Oh, I didn't really hit that, that high note. 
we're gonna we're gonna go all the way up, man. Okay, Ian, now do an octave above that. <laughs> right. <laughs> lower. You can't. All right, did it. Only dogs can hear it. <laughs>